Welcome Wargamers, join your hosts, Falco and Monty, two Canadian wargaming enthusiasts, as we explore all aspects of tabletop wargaming. We roll dice, talk tactics, share hobby hacks, and explore new tabletop systems, all on the Trident Wargaming Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back. We're going to be jumping right into it with uh, some sweet, sweet hobby stuff. This is our Rumor Ramblings and Salty Tears episode. And I'm joined once again with my co-host Andy. Yo, yo. And we have our battle brother Alex here kicking it with us too. Hello. And uh, I guess let's let's kick off with some, some hobby stuff. What's been happening hobby-wise? I know... I know you've been pretty busy, Alex, cranking out projects. I, uh, well, I, f- I finished my, uh, I, I made this commitment that I was going to do uh, an HQ choice for each Primark, uh, along with painting the Primarchs. So I got my Just Aaron done and uh, put them on the shelf. And I, when I was looking there, I saw, I saw an, an old knight uh, that had been sitting there uh, primed and ready to go for two years. So I just made the decision I was going to close him out and get it all done. So I've been working on just finishing up this weird one-off night project here for the last two weeks. Awesome. Nice. nice. Um, guess myself just uh, had a couple of events happen for other systems and now kind of jumping on to trying to work on finishing my Legio Solaria for, for Titanicus. So, um, nice. Updated the, uh, the paint job a little bit add kind of more of the white speckle to it and change my trimming up a little bit so try to uh emulate the pictures that are in the book right so um yeah warlord uh uh titan and one of the warhounds is are pretty much done just gotta do some bases and then i gotta work on the other three warhounds and a reaver so yeah that's kind of where i'm at nice yourself bill uh it's it's been busy i've been trying to work on the titanicus models a fair bit um yeah just staring down two reavers got all the panels glued on recently uh all my warhounds i have everything blocked in all the marbles done and now it's it'll be seal everything up and do the ak weathering and stuff so looking forward to getting that all progressed yeah it's kind of like what uh talking with you uh earlier in the last couple days here of, of uh kind of finish finishing some small things off and then dedicating you know month of march to uh some titanicus and uh maybe pull out some of the 40k as well so oh yeah oh my oh my yeah pull off the uh the necrons bring them out of their tombs and really that 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 was your decision necrons Mm mm-hmm yep Yep, I, I barely got to play them, so uh, and they're most of them are are built, right? And but want to give them a run. Old choice cotton. <laughs> <laughs> Bold indeed. So, uh, so about Harris Heresy. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's been some there's been some mad rumors flying around. There's just. The heresy pages, most of the ones I'm on um, for Facebook there, it's 
doom and gloom, fire brimstone. Like it's just been wild. It's it's been a crazy roller coaster on some of these pages. It's the the two topics you don't talk about on Facebook: North American politics and Horace Heresy rumor leaks. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Always oh, is right. It's just. Oof. I guess let's <laughs> let let's touch base on. Let's talk some rumors first. Uh, some of the rumors were pretty pretty spicy. I know one that we have been talking about on here for a little while. It was on our wish list, actually. I do remember in that episode. The first one I saw was Dreadnoughts going to Toughness Seven. Or Contemptors, I should say. Contemptor Dreadnoughts. Toughness 7 was 6 wounds. This, uh... This pleased me. I, yeah, I, there's no other I way think, to say it. I think it's a, good, it's a good change. I'm interested to see, like, the the other leak there was obviously that they're going to keep uh, the USRs, whether they keep them all or most of them or whatever it is, but it'd be interesting to see if, uh, if Dreadnoughts actually get Monstrous Creature versus, like, a, a type of just... I don't know wounds and and toughness allocation like a character would yeah i think they would have to get monstrous creature to be honest but to make it make sense but yeah and to, to touch on what bill's saying um i just kind of look it is dreadnoughts not just contemptors right so all dreadnoughts across yeah. the board mm. now will that be you know are i'm assuming they're gonna have different stats for the different dreadnoughts that they have you know what i mean like an ironclad or well you got a contemptor you got a box knot and then you have uh their deal the and... uh... yeah exactly and then uh leviathan Ooh. that's right i didn't think of that like the leviathan and the uh and the dirty getting getting toughness stats that's oh. that's one thing i really was kind of getting all hot and bothered by i was like if leviathans don't have t8 i'm gonna riot like they they should they should be comparable to a Thanatar in my mind. What's yeah. what, what's the front armor on a on a Daredevil? Isn't it thirteen as well? Yep. So a Nippy T eight as well? Uh, well, uh, I I don't know if they're gonna go that route. I, I see them more kind of seven. The size, right, the size kind of maybe. Cause just a, the same height. They just uh, Vian's a little bit more chunky. Yeah. yeah, he's a chunky boy, and he's thick with two C's, right? So it's yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I think it's a good change, though overall. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that you're gonna have, you know, okay, so Leviathan. Let's say it, it is toughness eight, and then your middle class will be your Contemptor and your Derrero, and they'll be toughness seven, and maybe a box knot is actually toughness six. That's or they might keep all sense. three of those. They might keep all three of those toughness seven and just change the amount of wounds they have. Right. Like any anyone who's played Mechanicus or played like played a Mechanicus army knows how much more durable um, toughness seven models are. Like you're basically like a six wound Castlewax yeah. with better weapon skill, blisk skill, and weapons. That's that's pretty exciting. Yeah, it the just only... sounds awesome. The only th one of the only things that could be a little screwy with that is like you know universal special rules and stuff like that, like the poison wounding you know on a, on a four plus on anything that has a toughness. I don't really doesn't how you're gonna it, uh, poison it, a vehicle. You know what I mean? 
doesn't it say that they they don't they're not susceptible to poison down below they have like a, they'll have like dreadnoughts will have their own vehicle characteristic rules which actually say what they what you can and cannot do to them i thought that was another further further leak there yeah I, I, it had a it touches base on that a little bit further down um, that and Fleshbane, yeah, I good. believe, it mentions. Yeah, right here. Ve vehicle and units now have specific keywords. These keywords add different rules to the unit or vehicle in question. Example, Dreadnoughts. Fleshbane and Poison Weapons must re-roll successful hits against all Dreads. And Dreads have Fearless Special Rule. Dreadnoughts may fire all weapons as part of the shooting attack, even a reaction. Dreads may also fire heavy weapons and ordinances if they're stationary, even if they moved. Declared charges, regardless. Dreadnoughts cannot be joined by any of their patrol units, etc. So yeah, I think I think they're gonna get like each vehicle then have its own key. Oh, that's pretty interesting though. I didn't catch that. They will have keywords. Yeah. Sound familiar? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Where's the salt? Give me the salt. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds very familiar, but also yeah. welcoming. I won't lie. Uh, honestly, like I'm, I, I am excited for change, right? Um, you know, been playing it for, we've been playing for years and seeing some of these new changes, I'm, I'm liking what, what I see. Uh, hopefully it'll, it'll be exciting times again for, for, uh, heresy and whatnot. Mm -hmm. you know, Anything um, that spins the meta right now. Well, Anything. yeah, it's, you know, we, we had that rule set for quite some time now so it's it's nice to see it's good to see stuff come yeah. um, like 12 years it's been it's been like 12 to 15 years yeah. heavy yeah. well you know some guys are, are hardcore Gen to the generation rules, right? generation of children have grown up <laughs> this hasn't changed <laughs> i've just gotten older <laughs> yeah. but uh what about uh what about some of their stuff like a psychic phase you know, really, no more psychic phase two powers and disciplines. Um, they basically you, the powers are activated in the existing phases. No psychic dice, using ballistic skill, etc., to cast powers, weapon skill in close combat. No deny the witch rolls. This just sounds like it's basically just you want the power, it goes off, it's it happens. So it sounds almost just like a uh, built-in buff you would give. Um, units and like squads in your army. It is it is interesting because like if if that's the way it works, then you gotta think that the the disciplines are getting nerfed overhauled. into the ground. Well, yeah. they're gonna get overhauled. For, uh, probably is what it is. It's gonna be a whole new set, probably of psychic powers. That's exciting, right? I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that. I'm hoping that's what it is because one, there's no psychic phase. Right, two powers per discipline. Okay, fair enough. Right, um, you know, brought into different phases, like you said, uh, but no psychic dice. So, is it just going to be okay? This this is my psyker, and this is what he's able to get from the disciplines, and he just gets it. Yeah, that's it. That's what it sounds right? like There's, to me. Right, and they're just they're going to be these like little sub abilities that they get to use. Right. And there's no, there's no deny the witch rolls, which is interesting for heresy because really they didn't really, I mean they knew about psychic powers and stuff, but they weren't fully in tuned into psychic powers, I guess you know, compared to like 40k, right? Um, so they put a little bit of a spin in it, but it'll be interesting to see what they come up with. 
but who knows? Maybe when they come out, they this is completely different. So yeah, I, I I suspect it'll be a lot like some of the 40k stuff that's going on. Like, um, you're you'll have like a psychic shooting attack, like smite or something like that, which will probably cause some form of uh, what will be termed mortal wounds. I would suspect exactly. And then um, outside of that, and they, again, you're talking like one to three mortal wounds. The way it's kind of it's done in 40k, where it's not hugely impactful, but it is it is constant. And then there's going to be buffs, like you get plus one to hit, plus one to wound, or or you know re-roll saves or something like that that'll be a it'll be a, a very kind of mm -hmm. with only two powers per discipline i can't think that it's going to be more complicated than that well yeah. you're gonna you're gonna have buffs and you're probably gonna have like curses right you know where you you it's an offensive spell that will make you re-roll successful saves or something like that on that unit that it targeted you know what i mean yeah, but I think I think it'll be pretty mild compared to what it is currently. Like you won't get like the oh yeah that that unit gets like plus two toughness and feel no pain and biomancy bullshit. <laughs> yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they come up with, especially for you know uh, for the other the armies that are supposed to be kind of heavy with psychic powers. You can generate um, three powers a turn instead of two. You know, obviously a thousand suns, right? But um, also for demons, so <sighs> powers for them. Corn doesn't care about magic. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But it'll be interesting. And then you got, you know, other the other uh, legions and whatnot. Uh, you know, if they have psychers, how that's going to change, change it all. But yeah. you know, so we can we can, can guess all day on this one. Can we talk about twin link weapons? Because I love this change. Well, I think this is the best uh, change ever. When I first read it, I was like, "Oh, sweet! It's like ninth, no problem." And then I'm like reading, and I'm like, "That no, why?" I, I thought they would have just personally doubled the amount of shots and left it as is. So, yeah, like uh, to speed things up, right? Through. That's what I thought they were trying to do: is speed it up. But it's like, oh no, double the shots and re-roll still. I was like, what? Like, it blew my mind. Isn't, isn't that awesome? So double the shots yeah. and then... Does it make, like, the twin, twin, twin yeah. link rule? And, and twin link now re-roll all hits. All misses, sorry. Mm. Like, so crazy. That's 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 awesome. Like, think of, like, all those, like... All of the, all of the heavy bolters and auto cannons out there that no one's using right now, yeah. because they're just you're oh. just you're not getting you're not getting any play out of them, and yeah, now you will. It's true, yeah. For just feel the fire, like volume of fire, you'll you'll definitely see a bunch. Think, uh, think all those salivating imperial fist players right now. Oh yeah, yeah. That I can actually that I can see. But like auto cannons too, right? Yep. Twin linked auto cannons, like four shots, strength seven, AP four, Sunder maybe. They get additional rules. It's true. It's true. It's it, it's a exciting time. The way some of these uh, rumors have been coming out, and just reading them alone has just been wild. Um, one of the big ones was the Predator sheet that kind of came out. So this Legion Predator Squadron, uh, 120 base from what it looks like, which isn't, you know, great points-wise, but uh, the way that they had this sheet lined up was, you know, Sponson weapons for sure, turret weapons, 
and Pintle Mount, they have everything very clearly labeled. But the squadron going up to five predators, I thought was pretty pretty damn awesome. And not to mention uh, the movement. That's one thing we forgot about the dreadnought too. Like he's got movement eight now, and these predators are movement fourteen, which is uh, definitely a little change. They're a lot quicker. I, I you know it doesn't we haven't seen the leaks on movement yet, but you got to think that you know we won't have I guess well I guess we haven't seen the keywords on the vehicles either, so you can't say that it's a fast vehicle or whatever. But it's true, they're real awesome thing or spicy thing i guess is like two sponson last cannons for 10 points yeah sponson's got cheap the tanks got expensive but still i think it i think it pretty much evens out overall one thing that i thought was extra sweet was sponson volkite cauldrons oh yeah turret mounted volkite macros macro mac, macro saker like just oof, something crazy in there. So I don't like know. the the interesting too is the the just the terminology here, right? All these names are they're not traditional terminology. The neutron blaster, Gravis last cannon, Vulcite macro saker, graviton, graviton cannon, magna melta cannon, executioner plasma destroyer. Um, those are all like. Flamestorm Cannon was was previous name, but those are all those are all new terms for new weapons with new stats that we haven't seen yet. It's true. It's true. There's yeah, there there's some wild stuff coming down the pipe and like this is just obviously, you know, super super take with a grain of salt because it's it's the internet. You never know, but I don't know. I got a good feeling about this one. I think it's been it's been so long that some of these are all starting to creep out and yeah the, the future looks bright it really does um there's just oh there's so many good things that were coming out of the uh coming out of it does this mean we're gonna get do you think this means adepticon i think it's fair to say adepticon is when they'll uh launch it can we be Probably. as equally as disappointed when they don't do it just like we were at lvo yes or... yes we can <laughs> that made me oh that made me sad if they don't release it we fucking riot yeah i remember staying up late you know we're having a mini watch party everyone's doing yeah, their thing riot. and then it's like and horse heresy come on and you're like oh what the hell like cool but man <laughs> like i am a demons player and i was disappointed yeah yeah, so, uh, yeah. But yes, I hope you they do it at Adepticon. The Pardon? You guys just went through the plasma section? No. No, I went through just some of the other rules. Like, the, the, the naming conventions on the actual data sheet is different now. Yeah. Like, you have names that are, uh, like... Not in heresy. Not not in the her current heresy. It's not in 40k either. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Like on the on the we were saying on the on the predator sheet, you've got magna melta cannon, graviton cannon, vulcite and macro saker, neutron blaster, and the gravis las cannon, as well as the executioner plasma destroyer. Um, those are all you know pretty safe to assume what those weapons will do, but um, and what their their 
stats will look like but again new terminology definitely is, is very positive because that means whole new weapon sets yeah well, that'll be pretty sweet i think the only one that i did like recognize the was the saker i'm pretty sure the sabers have those that's right yeah macro saker well it's just the volkite saker but just yeah that's the only well, one that i that i can recognize i'm sure that executioner uh, plasma destroyer is just the the large fancy plasma cannon turret. They probably just renamed it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Just like the 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 Magna is the extended melter range one that's on some of the 40k vehicles now. Like I, I again, like I think it's safe to say we kind of know what those stats are going to look like, but it's interesting that they're using those new names on the Did, data sheets, which is good. Yeah. Were you able to get a, a a last can turret in heresy no no so this is going to be the twin linked one that they do make yeah the annihilator yeah yeah okay we got to think that they're either coming out with new upgrades for the predator or it's going to be a whole new uh plastic, or it's a plastic kit. kit yeah which is, is probably exactly what it is yeah i'd be shocked and appalled if it wasn't honestly there wasn't a predator in that uh in the box set that was leaked there? Eh? No, not that I remember. Just the Spartan, which, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm very thankful for. <laughs> no doubt. Very no thankful. Doubt. So. And the, the thing, too, is you, you see in the special rules, it actually has Legions of Stardis X. Yeah. On that sheet as well. So. It's like the graphic version of the Legion of Stardis? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's probably the, the the keyword thing, pretty much, because they're going to change all that up. I'm sure. Yeah, but that's that's interesting though. If vehicles are getting the Legion of Stardis rule, that means some pretty crazy stuff. Like, based off what we know of Legion of Stardis rules now, mm -hmm. right? Like Iron Hands could have some pretty pretty nasty uh, nasty things happening. Especially if they had a similar Quick. Um, thing. Ooh. Someone get Dan so he can be excited again. I know. Ooh. I know. Yeah. So my Ultramarine Predator can reroll the rule, uh, wounding of ones now with a vehicle. Yeah, it could. Yeah, and like third Legion Dreadnoughts would get plus one initial on the charge. Um, Blood Angel vehicles would get plus one to wound potentially in close combat. Yeah, it could be, man, could be some pretty sweet things happening. Like there's that, that kind of, we kind of touched on the keyword idea, but you know, there was lots of reference here in this, uh, in the articles about, um, the line keyword being added, um, that like space Marines, like our certain years will have like the line, like of the line, like line troops. Sounds like um, core to me. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. It's basically 30 K's core. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there there's a lot of similarities between this stuff and 40k, and you can you can deny it. Uh, there's a lot of people out there who are naysayers and just hate ninth for whichever reason they choose to cling to, and it's just you know there's a lot of similarities and a lot of good changes I think coming from it. Um, ninth has some pretty cool mechanics in it, and. I think it's, I think it's going to be okay, you guys. We we touched a little bit on this on the pre-show, but um, there was this reference here to, um, 
reactions, special reactions. And then yeah. obviously there's been some, some more kind of interesting leaks here in the last 48 hours about reactions maybe being uh, Astartes Legion specific and specific legions getting specific reactions. Um, you know, I kind of think that's just stratagems by another phrase or another word. But that, I think, like, honestly, I think stratagems are, they add a whole lot of flavor to 40k now that was missing for the last 15 years. Um, I think I think it'd be a saving grace for 30k too. Well, it shakes it up. It does. Right? Shakes it up and... Uh... Makes probably makes your games like way more interesting. To be honest, like I know when we played uh, some 40k, and I mean even even with Titanicus with you know stratagems and this and that, right? It it, it definitely gets you thinking. It kind of gets you playing your armies, you know, certain ways or whatever to to utilize those stratagems. So I mean. If that's what it's going to do, or that's what it's going to take, or whatever to shake up 30k, I'm all for it. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's change it up. You know, put some uh, put some hot sauce on that shit. Let's go. I'm ready for it. Yeah, I I'm not, not ready to change it. out all my plasma guns. That's for goddamn sure. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's that's different, right? <laughs> um, going through. Going through just the written out stuff, uh, all units have a unique move characteristics. Marines are seven inches now. Bulky units like Terminators are six. Rhinos move fourteen. Jump, jump packs are still twelve, um, which is interesting. Uh, Rhinos moving up to a troop capacity of twelve. That's a little bit out of left field. So you can take those ECs and a. Uh... Or not ECs. Apothecaries. Uh, yeah. That's what I that's how I look at it. Yeah, you'll have an apothecary and a you know, a character character with them with every squad. Yeah. So like those things were were packed to the brim with ten marines in it. Like I can't even imagine like physically how much room is in a rhino with twelve people in it. Yeah. I feel bad. New, new larger kit? I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. I think I that's, that's one bridge too far. Yeah. It's... Mm. Here's a rhino. It could actually only carry 10 guardsmen, but we're packing it full of 12 marines. That's right. just... Sideways. Sideways. That's right. Yeah. That's just being um, transhuman jealous. <laughs> so... But even like Contemptor's movement of eight now, like you got to think there's going to be some kind of run mechanic, whether it's a D6 or some kind of double your movement or something yeah. like that. But, you know, basically with a f average three, that means a, a Contemptor's running 11 inches a turn now, which is terrifying. Yeah. Like that, that changes the dynamic of heresy, just that let alone like rhinos going 14 or predators going 14 yeah. or you know well, even marines going seven changes the dynamic so if they you know they've ch changed the actual characteristic of just your basic move now is that going to be your full move or are they changing um, you know regular moving and running like are you going to be able to run still or is it going to be something else 
that's what, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think I think there's still going to be some kind of run mechanic in the game. So like a, a Legion Contemptor doing eight, just flat eight movement before anything else. Yeah, is terrifying when you when you think that he can run. So like you put him you put him at twelve inches in your deployment zone, and legitimately, if you're not at the back of your deployment zone, he's probably good chance he's within range of charging something on turn two. Yeah, it's true. They, didn't, uh, they don't mention uh, jet bikes, though, in there, eh? No. Interesting. Uh, jet bikes are going to get 12 for sure. If a, if a, if a, if a rhino is going 12 or a predator is going 14, jet bikes are at least going 12. Yeah, yeah uh, they say jet pack is 12. So. Yeah, definitely. It's. It's interesting. Uh, Plasma. Plasma took a hit for sure. Uh, the rumor is... Yeah, no longer AP2. Uh, plasma weapons are now AP4 across the board with the new rule attached to them breaching. When a model is rolling to wound on a 4+, plus, the player firing the plasma resolves at an AP2. To me, that's almost kind of... That seems like a, maybe a way to do like an overcharge mechanic. Or something you might be able to there might be a strap for that or a trait for that kind of seems neat ap4 all the time uh outside of the you know the breaching rule seems a little odd but i wonder if you'll see that i wonder if you'll see a stat crunch on ap2 weaponry that'd be pretty exciting actually because like if suddenly there's very little ap2 weaponry yeah the survivability of normal marines is going to go through the roof. Yeah, so it's true. It's true. Terminators might feel like Terminators oh. again. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, <laughs> it's like you know, you, you know, again, because I'm a I'm a total lore nerd. Um, just like the the physicality of a of a space marine in combat, like you know, having arms blown off and still fighting, and just the resilience there. Um, of, of a post-human is not really recognized in the current 30k rule set. No. It's like, oh, you brought marines? Are they holding objectives? Yeah, okay. Yeah. They're definitely so not doing no, anything else. So no more gets hot on them? On plasma weapons? Not from the sounds of it. Right. Yeah. And pretty much just, yeah, 4 plus it's AP2. Yeah. So it's... It, it, Hmm. I like it. I like it to be honest. It sounds pretty wild. I, I at first I thought it was going to slow it down, but then I started thinking like, about the get hot rule where if I have a squad of ten marines with plasma guns and I got to roll those two dice, you know, separately, you know, for each marine, that takes a while, right? Whereas this is just roll. So yeah, now it's just like now it's just a strength. Was it strength seven? Strength seven. AP4 rending four up weapon. Just a sexier auto cannon. An auto cannon with yeah, short range of course. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. And I wonder by them doing this you're probably going to you're probably actually going to see those like support squads out on the field more because they're probably going to be cheaper. Yeah, it also it also kind of removes that feel bads of like 10 marines hopping out with plasma guns or, or combing pod. weapons and just deleting an entire squad of space marines. True. That, that is true. Yeah, that can be a, 
We're gunning down a Primarch. Blessing. Yeah. Now you gotta now you gotta pay for the Melta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do like how they uh specifically say, you know, sorry to the Dark Angel fans in there. Yep. It's it's funny. You're shit out of luck. I like that. Well, they're <laughs> what are those flamer plasma motherfuckers called again? I don't know. Are they just plascasters they... or something? Just yeah. Some obscene unit, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Plasma everywhere for them, right? Yeah, you so. get when you deserve. God damn it! I, I thought it was interesting here in, in the leak there that like they're like, oh yeah, this is happening, this is happening, this is happening, but no ITC secondaries. They're like, wait, what? Yeah. It's like, huh? it's like the one scoring comment and mission comments out of everything that's been leaked. You're like, why would there be ITC secondaries? That's a weird thing to throw in there. Yeah. Don't know. No ITC. Yeah. Like, there's no ITC secondaries. I guess there is ITC secondaries in the core rulebook in 40k now, isn't there? They built it in. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Like, 30k's never really had any of that stuff. So it's interesting. But maybe they've overhauled it, and it's true. They've overhauled the the missions and objectives, or whatever, and well, they threw this in here because they're on that you know that Check thinking that pattern, right? Yeah. Or the or the beta testers are ITC guys. That's true. Can I can I can I gripe about one thing for a second? Please, can I just please just let it let it go. Hold on, let me go get the salt shaker. So. I was a little disappointed in the fact that they're keeping armor value um, and not going full toughness. So was I. Just because, like, what my little my, my my very personal concern is is that we're now going to have like two 40k rule sets. One mm -hmm. that's like 40k and one that's like not quite 40k. And as a result, like playing between the two systems is going to be like a constant, like, uh, oh shit, is that is that thirty k? Oh, that's not in this system. That's in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I've talked with Bill about this before too. Is um, obviously we're seeing a lot of stuff that is very, very similar or pretty much bang on to what forty k is right now. I have a feeling that this is pretty much just introductory it's going to come in it'll be here for a few years and then it's going to start to like really start to change over to become pretty much one with the family of that kind of rule set right that's that's what i think you know they're going to kind of ease into it this is the bringing some lube before full ninth edition jumps in you mean yeah well you know some people might feel like they're yeah. Shh, baby, it's just weapon toughness. You know, vehicle toughness will be okay. Shh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was but, man, it's, so it, many people just crying about this. Uh, these. Well, of course. Of course, it's uh, it's change. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, it's, it's the the horsey community is like is kind of borderline like historical wargaming community too at this point, mm -hmm. just because the rule set is so old that there's been no adjustments really and other than a few new things like sprinkled in throughout the last 10 years there hasn't been a big substantial change so this is like this is a you know this is a change to the core rules that people have been playing for 10 years or more mm -hmm. it's it, pretty it is pretty big. It, it's been a big it's been a big change like there is obviously stuff happening that it's um you know rippling through the community with mixed review but at the same time you know we've been We've been asking for 
like updates and love and just positive anything. stuff coming anything right like just anything to make heresy better and now it just drops like this massive um explosion of rumors and it's just like yeah people are still like can't please everybody and that just goes to show the internet i think kind of as a whole it's just like man half the people are loving it half the people are hating it you know it's just ugh. Guys there's who are hating a, it are talking about playing the rule, old rule set forever. Yeah, I was just going to say. Quitting. That. There's going to be a divide, right? Burning their army. Ah. Fantasy I style. I mean, the guys, the, you know how it goes, guys. The guys who are going to quit the game will be back in two months. You know? Yeah. They just can't get away from it, so. Um, yeah. So, like, I, 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 from a high-level perspective, honestly, is that if you look at 30K and you look at 40K and you look at the trend... 30k players around the world for the last five years it's been going down that's it that's just yeah. that's the reality hard fact and yeah. the 40k trend is that in the last three or three years since eighth to ninth edition um it has exploded to the point where like you're seeing you're seeing like rts and gts happening um across canada whereas like five years ago you had like two or three yeah. They just weren't popular. Um, to have to have like, in, you know, in our in our area in Western Canada here, to have like multiple RTS almost every month um, pre-COVID and now now that you know, we're kind of starting to see the end of COVID, having RTS be scheduled again, like people are like, you know, can we fit twenty four people in this venue? Can we get to forty? Can we get to fifty? Can we get to sixty? Having GT level events now in Western Canada, yeah. like consistently that's how popular that event is because if people are going if there's 100 people or 80 people are going to gts there's probably 200 people behind that that are playing for fun with for their friends and in their local game store like anything that gets us closer to that for 30k i think is positive for the hobby for for our side of it, at least well absolutely and, and that's the thing like even even going down to our level of like you know the local shops right you go into a local shop and especially right now, you see minimum three, four games going to 40k. Usually in like a large, a decent sized shop, right? You know, two on some maybe some smaller shops. You don't see 30k being played. Maybe the odd time you see it being played, but you you rarely ever see it being played. Only if we set something up. Well, that's just pretty it, much, yeah. Right? And by we, like, I mean, well. <laughs> like, but that's but that's what I'm saying. Like, you know. We were at our local shop on Saturday for a bolt action event, and it was a full house. Like, there was, uh, we had three tables, and then the 40k guys who came in just, just dropping in playing. There was like, probably five, six matches that happened. Yeah. Right. It was bumping. But, but you didn't see anything else. Like, you know, it's it's yeah, it's people want that new rule set. People want up to date stuff, new models. Plastic models, all that jazz, right? And uh, uh, I know that's what I'm looking for too. So I can dig it. I can dig it, man. I can dig but, it. Uh, what about others. what about? I know we strayed off a little bit. Okay, what about Heart of the Legion, the new Universal Special Rule, when a unit that includes at least one model with this rule gets six plus feel no pain? And stubborn when within six inches of an objective. That's and feel no pain bonuses stack. Yeah. 
So if you have feel no pain with like another an apothecary, it goes to five plus. So that kind of makes me wonder if feel no pain for apothecaries is just straight up sixes. Six. Yeah, that sounds right. And there's one more. Because again, we see, we see this trend in 40k when almost innately everything has. A strat or a warlord trait or something that allows it to ignore wounds on six so now yep. you've got yep. this is kind of like a comparable it's interesting right like there's a lot of stuff that rang out to me but only around this. objectives yeah which is fucking cool and you get stubborn yeah so it's just it's so it's gonna be a slog again, fight there's there's language here that just like it it screams that it's being set up for stratagems just being it screams it yeah like you're getting oh you get stubborn and you get a six plus feeling of pain oh you play a stratagem or a reaction that when you get charged you uh you get plus one to your feeling of pain plus two to your feeling of pain whatever yeah yeah it's it's gonna be interesting i think it's good again again like i said earlier talked about the resiliency of legion astartes in the 30k lore you like you know if you don't have a proliferation of AP2 um, and suddenly like you know you're sitting on objectives and maybe maybe the missions go to more objective heavy rather than just like kill v killed and um, suddenly you know suddenly three up marines are sitting on objectives with a five up feel no pain beating the piss out of each other yeah very heresy like traditional lore yeah <laughs> very heresy I just you're gonna probably see much more emphasis on marines you know in game if they're gonna be that um hard to take off the board and like you said alex objective based right i, I think that's good like honestly i think oh, i think for the, sure. the move to more infantry heavy for uh the legion astartes game is probably a good idea my uh 60 marines like to hear this because they're already tough as fuck to get off the board to begin with if granted now this is if all the like legion traits stay the same i can only imagine having pretty much a free feel no pain on objectives yeah and not a ton of ap2 shooting them yeah well, i like that i like that a lot so uh what are they called the flyers world leaders, world, world leaders in ducty Oh yeah. Already have a six plus feel no pain. Yeah. They could have and a five. They get that they get that a five and have their apothecary with them for a four. Could. Yeah. Why not? Interesting. Hmm. They can't score objectives though, right? Yeah, so that's true. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. Maybe that's like maybe that's a cap. Maybe they don't have the line keyword, so which means maybe if they uh, don't have the line keyword, yeah. they don't get access to Heart of the Legion. Or maybe Heart of the Legion is only for HQ choices or bodyguards or um Sounds like, yeah, it sounds some, like a big thing. Yeah. Like a bigger for bonus sure. for sure. So chain swords have shred. Which is That's good. That sounds awesome. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. I like that. We were tossing around a chat the other day. It was like, does that mean like, uh, um, chain axes will get like shred and plus, plus one strength? strength? Yeah. Oof. 
Yeah, that'd be nice. And if so, yeah. Yeah. Who's who's got two thumbs and playing world leaders? So just yeah. actually, no one, no one no does. One. No, no. <laughs> no, no one has a world leader army. <laughs> nope. That was a long time ago. <laughs> That's okay. Mostly because I didn't want to paint sixty and ducty. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I do have. Uh... I do have uh, 50 Assault Marines, Blood Angel Assault Marines, though, with chainsaw or train swords, which would uh, appreciate the role oh, I can, change. I can definitely dig that, yeah. Uh, so, there's, the Twin Link template weapons actually get to uh, re-roll failed wound rolls and armor pen rolls. So... That's uh, that's different compared to what any of that does now. Just read little scatter right now, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So there's obviously still templates, right? Yeah, it um, says that says that up above there that they're keeping the template system. Yeah, so you're gonna have scatter still, but um, that could impact stuff. I better start selling fucking templates again then. Mm-hmm. Oh, new fancy ones. Yeah, fancy. You imagine the killing they would make with Legion-specific templates? <sighs> Buddy. The guy on eBay does it already. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but, they'll, but it's, they'll crush him. Branded. They'll crush him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, they'll, they'll they'll cease and desist him, and then make them for fifty percent more and mm-hmm. make a half a million bucks at it. Yeah. Don't worry, they'll make those fancy ones that look like they're all electricity and stuff. They have those. <laughs> but. Um... Yeah, it's it's different. It's a different uh, little rule set for templates, which makes it interesting. I have a feeling, just from like reading some of this stuff, though, um, it seems I think Primarchs, like point wise, I think things are going to go up. Yeah, I agree. Like, I think with that reference there, that twenty five percent rule, yeah. combined Lord of War and Primarch total, easy a two point game can't be can't exceed five hundred points. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. Is that you just won't see Primarchs in 2K games anymore. Yeah. Well, you're, it just it's even says down at the bottom, so can't take Lords of War in sub 2K battles. So that'll change that. Which yeah, Primarchs are no longer Lords of War, so yeah. they're a new special unit type, which is kind of cool. I like that idea because now. You know, would, would you call that a supreme commander? I would. I would. <laughs> I would. Yeah. It's just oh man, like some of the similarities are just glaring. And it's then, almost uh, like you have a playbook to read from. Yeah. Primarchs <laughs> can now be taken in a primary detachment as well as an optional. So like a yeah, supreme commander detachment. That just means you can take two primarchs. Yeah. Or just, yeah. Oh man, just yeah. <laughs> Try to game the system already. <laughs> oh boy. I haven't even seen the rule set. I'm like, mm, I could take two primers. Yeah, this is gonna be great. Absolutely <laughs> great. Ah, uh, you can do the Logar and Angron combo. There See, that'd be sick. That, See, that's got a narrative feel already. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. So I love them or hate them. Honestly, I think these I think these rumors are fantastic. 
Uh, it's been a long, long road waiting for these to uh, come down and grace us. So I, I, I hope they're all real. I, I love them. I think they're going to be killer. Um, yeah, I, I'm all for it. My vote's yes. I want, I want them now. Yeah. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I want them now so I can start building lists and playtesting and having fun. I want to see when when the release happens, like when it drops, I want to see what else drops. Because we know that box set's going to drop. Right? We know that big fat box set with the Spartan and all those Marines and whatnot and those two characters and, and stuff is going to drop. But I want to see what else they're going to bring out. Like right off the bat, just smack it in our face and like, here, buy it now. That'd be interesting. LED and, uh, templates. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, but I, I have a feeling you're probably gonna see, you know, the Legion dice and stuff like that again. And, and uh, well, you'll have your templates, of course. That'll come in the box. So and stuff. I, I don't disagree, Andy. I, I. <laughs> I gotta think though that they're gonna probably release it in the same way they're releasing all the 40k AOS stuff, which is like via a eight to sixteen week um, trickle um, release schedule where they give you one article a week and then push back the actual release of the models by four months. <laughs> You're probably right. Um, You'll have probably. like the the Legion news every Friday where they're going to give us one more Legion stratagem or rule or something like oh, that. God. We'll have to, we'll have to suck on that little tit for um, another three or four months until the box shed eventually oh, shows up. That'd be so painful. So yeah, painful. The worst. Please, please don't do that. If you're listening, don't do that. So that's just a, and uh, but, for everyone, regardless Oh, let's see for everyone listening. Just send out good vibes for that not to happen, okay? Uh, hopes and prayers. That's right. No, re regardless, though, I'm interested to see the new kits, the core kits that they've talked about, right? Because GW's taking over all that, right? So there's a, there's a majority of your minis that uh, that they're going to take on, and you know, are we going to see stuff that's scaled up? Don't know. Probably. Please, God, give me a plastic Sakuran. Yeah. So it's uh, it'll be interesting. It'll be uh, if I see plastic jet bikes, I'm gonna be uh, yeah. <laughs> gonna rage. So mad. Gonna rage uh, the uh, so mad. I will oh, be playing yeah. World Eaters if I see that happen, which probably will happen. Plastic so. javelins. Oh, oh, please, God, dude. please. Yeah. Yeah, with with what they can do with plastic kits now, it's yeah, so good. Probably the best best thing ever, right? So you know, rhinos and predators—that's an easy thing. They've done it in the past. And they can do it again, right? New Spartan, of course, looks really really good. Yeah. You know, um, other land raiders—be cool to see as well. Hey man, yeah. we got the god pattern. That's all you need. Um, but yeah, it's it'll be be cool to see what happens here, and I'm hoping, I'm hoping it happens sooner than later. Yes. So. Yeah, that would be it. Would be most excellent for it to come and drop. It's just yeah, enough is enough. 
Show us, show us the goods. The one thing that's weird is in the little pictures that they show you, you know, uh, rule book and other potential accessories, and then they put in brackets, note the absence of any templates. Don't know why they would say that if there are still templates, but. Uh... Oh, you're gonna buy them separately, yo. Oh, probably. So. Probably. Even the scatter dice looks different. Huh. LED templates. Take my money. <laughs> Be sick. Here's here's a fifty dollar light pen. Sick. There you go. So, uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sounds like I was gonna. No, no. I'll cut there. I was gonna say. Um, rumors aside, there was another thing that popped up on a page. Actually, two of them that I wanted to talk about. But if you still want to talk, if you have any more rumor stuff, we should, let's talk about that first. No, no. just excited. No, all done on my side, I think. It's going to be, it's going to be good. Now, there was some controversial comments on Facebook. Right, and it's just, I, I just generally want to, you know, hear what you guys have to say, and for those of you listening, you know, comment comment us, I, I'd really like to hear your opinion on it. Uh, it basically is having painting requirements at events, gatekeeping, and uh, the post goes on to say, like, shouldn't, you know, 30k be accessible to everybody who wants to play? And there's quite the uh, quite the divide on on the uh, chat and a lot you know general consensus before we start you don't have to paint your models you don't have to but just know that like this is your hobby you can do whatever you want other people are gonna have other uh, values and beliefs in the hobby as well so I would strongly recommend gaming and enjoying the hobby with like-minded people. So now we can now we can kind of start. I just wanted to get that out there first. So it didn't sound too crazy. I, I thought I thought you were gonna say you can choose not to paint your money models, and we will choose to make fun of you. Jeez. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. 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 Um, no. I just. <sighs> no. Oh, okay. Oh. Sorry. I must be on the other side of this conversation. <laughs> it's just <laughs> so, yeah. So okay, Alex is like, this is there's not enough spice in this chili. Let's just throw it flare it up, flare it up. <laughs> well, yeah, you don't have to paint your models, but painted plays better. What do you hate children too? What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have three. I'm allowed to. So I just, ah, uh, yeah. With, with the whole just the way the whole conversation went right it's just my 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 hot take is you are more than welcome to play how you like but if you're going to an event you have to know that it's probably going to be a painting requirement and that's okay because that's what the pinnacle of the hobby is is getting your army painted and battling against your friend's army that's painted and just rocking out 
what think about what drew you to the game when you were first getting into it was it watching two guys battle on the tabletop with gray armies and that's it or were they painted was the terrain all done up did that table like the immersion just suck you into the battle and you were hooked because that's how i got started was you know watching these armies all done up and it, it, it blew my mind i was 10 years old and it just was like wow Okay. Let's uh, hear it. I know it's coming. Well, no, actually, I I'm surprised that I don't have as hardcore of a stance as that. I I have I have kind of a metric, and my metric being that um, um, especially where we're at with the 30k community right now, mm -hmm. and we're like say the 40k community or the US community was at two years ago, where maybe um, um, some of the other like infinity communities might be at or or you know any other system right now is you kind of have to gauge public interest in your area. And that I think dictates what your, what your requirements are, because like if you're, if you have a new community starting up, your only goal should be to bring in people. That should be it. It doesn't matter. Painted, unpainted, um, rule set, um, uh, ITC rules versus non-ITC rules, etc. Whatever it is, whatever the limiter in your community is, mm -hmm. it should be to bring in people to the hobby, because more people to the hobby is better than no people in the hobby. Um, so True. if your if your permissive rule set um, is one that brings in community and builds community, that should be the number one goal. That's it. Full stop. And whether that's painted or non-painted, really doesn't matter. And so I think I think it really comes down to the communities that you play in. And if your community is one that's like starting up, yeah. and that like it's you know it's it's kind of getting going, then it, absolutely you should not have a painting requirement because people are just not going to be there, and it's 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 not fair to expect that. Um, and vice versa, if you've got like a community like ours, which is like experienced, it's you know it's basically bedrock community for for 30k for North America at this point. Um, it, I think the expectation should be this painted, and um, if it's if it's not, that's fine. You can do that in your RTS or like your basement games, or whatever. Um, but like when it comes to a bigger event, especially for our community, we really do want to showcase this community not only not only to the to the rest of the world, but also internally here to bring in more people. Yeah. Because like you said, Bill, like you want to like, hey, when people showed up to so the, the 30K events here locally, like, you know, they could go to the 40K events and like there's lots of plastic going on and, you know, playing gray and they walk over to the 30K tables and all of our stuff was immaculate. It was all high standard. Even like the lowest standard, it was cohesive and it looked put yeah. together and it looked good. And like people stopped by consistently to comment on our tables, even though there was only like maybe six to ten tables. No, that's true. true. No, that's true. It, it's it, you definitely bring a, a bunch of points and like full, you know, to be like um, like full uh, disclosure, we're we're running like I'm I'm running a Adeptus Titanicus event, and it's one of the first ones in the city. I haven't seen guys going hard playing like since the release. It's been kind of that sleeping giant that a few, well, more than a few, a lot of us are starting to jump in and play. And I'm running an event at the end of March, and I would love for it to be painted, but I know that there is a big influx of guys who are jumping in. So while it's not a painting requirement, 
I'm re- I want to reward the people who are ready to rock, who've been sitting with their stuff on the shelf for two years, waiting, you know, uh, for an event, waiting for the community to catch up, where the prizes are geared towards painted um, stuff. Not all of them, but a lot of them are. Um, but there's also some concessions where if it's that guy who just, you know, he just got one model painted before the event, there is an actual category, a prize category for just having single model. And then there's others for full armies. But it was to try and encompass everybody without leaving anyone out in the dark, so to speak. So I, I definitely like your uh, I liked your more in-depth um, response to the question. So, go ahead, Eddie. No, I was just going to say you know um pretty much what you said was like bang on there alex but uh the other thing too is and especially when you're if you are doing new communities and stuff like that or if you do have a veteran community and you have guys that maybe they just it, painting's not their thing right as a community member or leader or you know just an influencer we do it here we tend to host, you know, hang out paint nights on a Sunday night. That actually gets people um, involved in, like, talking with each other about that hobby aspect of the game. And, you know, That's true. the more the community... The more the community can help each other out in that way, you're the more you're going to see armies complete, you know, done up or units done up. Um you know, in the communities and, and at events. And and again, like Bill said as well, like, you know, and, and you too, Alex, like, you know, okay, I'm playing some basement or garage hammer, you know, who cares, right? You want to try out some units that's not painted, blah, 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 who cares, right? You're going to an event, usually, you know, if your, your group is well um, on their way and have been playing for a while, you that's, that's going to be the requirement, of course. Right, and and props to both both ways, because that's how the communities build. That's how communities get stronger. But ultimately, when it comes down to it, like we have one player who had struggled to um, have his miniatures painted, you know, even just assembled. Just it took a person a long time, and just this previous year, he's made so much progression. And he's had so much positive feedback from our local community that he's actually getting armies done. He's getting excited to play them now to go to events fully painted. Right. And, and that's where, that's where there's a difference between, you know, no, they have to be painted. That's it to most events are painted and there are other events that we'll do that. There's no requirement. So everybody can join in and have fun. Right. Yeah. But we're also going to try to help you and, um, you know, um, give you that booster morale to get your stuff done or do these challenges, right? Yeah. Whatever it could be. But like I can rant and rave here all day, but yeah, like it's, it's definitely like-minded people and also uh, just where your community is for sure. You know, I, I can't say it any better than what Alex did. So I'll just leave it at that. So, as as 
because you guys aren't going to devil's advocate me, I'm going to do it myself. Um, there, there's a the other side of this coin is those guys that like don't paint; they just buy to play the meta army constantly. Yeah. There is also there's also a bit of gatekeeping that has to go on in the community, especially health community, that you know where you where you say, hey, you know, at least for big events, you should be some kind of some kind of painting requirement because it stops people like buying. Um, uh, a, a bullshit meta army to throw it at the table to to cause field bads. You know, if you have someone who's invested time in something, coming to an event that a community in a community that they appreciate and they play it, then that will that will engender better feelings overall for the play experience for everyone, rather than a whole bunch of people showing up with meta armies or net lists with plastic stuff that they just were able to slap together last minute to, to crush someone's face. And that's what really comes across at those events. When you, when you consistently allow that to occur, it encourages that type of behavior. Yeah. So there's like, there is a bit of a, uh, some kind of gatekeeping that does have to go on with painting to stop that kind of behavior. Well, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't that remind you of, the 3D printed Custodes army that won the GT. Yeah, exactly. Right, like same, that's same concept. that's the same. That's huh. the concept there, right? And that's yeah, that's something I would not want to happen. Um, you know, you shouldn't. That I yeah, that I don't like. It's uh, not that we're saying anything about 3D printing. No, no, three, three, hey, shit. 3D print it. You know, get it from wherever you can. Um, hey. let it rip. Yeah, uh, sure, you know, but it, it's also like, like GW does, right? It's it's their, it's their product, it's their game, it's their tournament, it's their rules, right? So if they don't want three D printed, too bad, right? But and the other aspect too there is, if I'm spending all that time painting my miniatures again, my army ready, and I'm going to a, a, a big tournament and I'm spending spending some major bucks just for the damn ticket to go to this tournament or the flight or whatever, I am hoping that there will not be any gray armies on the board. Yeah. Period. Right. It, that, that ruins the experience. If I go, if I go to a tournament and I see gray armies on the board or, you know, um, partially built models, what am I doing here? Like, this is not, this is not a grand tournament. This is, you know, to me at least right and uh and it's even worse when the terrain's not done right especially if you're you're paying some major bucks for for this ticket or for the tournament or whatever it could be right um like, like bill doesn't paint his terrain for one game andy and like you're just still holding a grudge yeah cut me deep <laughs> well yeah cut me deep <laughs> Yeah, no, I I agree. Like, I think that, that's I think, how I feel about that. Like, it, you know, guys, oh, angry guy, you know. Yeah. But that's how I feel about it. Like, we've we've played the game for so long, for so yeah. many years, and then in the beginning, in the beginning, yeah, we we were those guys that would play with gray armies and test things out and play and play and play until the actual painting bug caught on. Yeah, and as soon as we started playing with fully painted armies and fully painted terrain. That was kind of it. It really is. The experience got so much better. And that's what we kind of strive to do now, right? Like, Yeah, I, I agree. And I think, honestly, like for me personally, um, this hobbying, this whole miniature wargaming thing that I, I do, um, 
in general. And I like I've been doing it since I was I think it's about seven years old or eight years old. My mom accidentally walked me into my first Games Workshop store in England. Um, was uh, the um, the hobbying aspect of it is really important because I like my other my other hobbies like gaming, whether it's a uh, it's PlayStation or computer or whatever. Um, if I didn't have this this creative outlet from the hobbying side of it and if i didn't see it and i didn't see it manifest when i go play people with other painted armies across me i see them in that same atmosphere with that same creative outlet and it's a community building thing to me it's like hey this guy's invested as much time whether it's like whether he's like a, a adam gray style painter or whether he's like he's he's just putting two to three colors on and he's learning for his first time i appreciate that effort whether it's like it's golden 100%. demon willing or it's slapping paint on because you're trying out new things because everyone had to slap paint on a model for the first time and take that risk to get to the Adam Gray level, and it doesn't matter who you are, it's important to start that process if this is your hobby, I think. Hey, I started with googly eyes, and I can still do googly eyes. <laughs> yep. I've, I've evolved it as a painter to the point where I just don't paint eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, you know, I respect, uh, totally, totally agree with you there, Alex, on, on that, you know. Um, and the the thing too nowadays is nice is back when we started eons ago, you know, when there was actually a Warhammer fantasy game, um, we didn't have all the tools that we have today, right? So there's a lot of lot of outlets for tips and tricks and materials and you know helpful hands and videos and this and that yeah, you, you, youtube videos anyone who's starting basically has yeah a youtube video on how to do anything they want to do we had magazines and, and there's man. so much of it there's so much of it and so much info so you know just getting into it or you know maybe you're struggling and you're trying to find a way or your way of painting something that you're happy with there's lots of options out there and you know we've talked to a lot of guys and they're like you know i'm not a great painter and i don't like painting but i got some armies done and this is how i did it hey man that's awesome that's cool yeah. are you playing in tournaments yeah all the time awesome right good job Let, let's keep it going right yeah so if you're painting your model mad respect right as long as you're slapping it and you're trying to do do your best and keep practicing that that's all you can do that's all you can do yeah and and also for you know the, the uh, guys who are, are doing tournaments and setting stuff up and putting all that extra time to making tournaments or events or or leagues or whatever you you're doing out there you know putting that time people don't tend to see a lot of how much time people do take to to make these events like props to them as well you know when you go to an event and it is awesome and everything's done up you've got specialized missions you know there's there's some cool stuff happening maybe the maybe the games are, are fairly interacted with each other for results and stuff and could affect and has this and that you know, props to guys who do all that that work as well. You know, it's it's easy to do a tournament where okay, just play out of the rule book, go. It's easy to do that maybe for your first couple, 
and then the experience hopefully gets a lot better if you start putting some time and effort into it so there's that part of it too where for me if i know there's an event happening and i know there's a lot of good guys going to play and and they're hobbyists like me and uh and the actual tournament organizer is is put some effort into it and has drawn up the hype for the event and um is just very interactive with the player base or communities it makes the whole experience better and it, and it, it really for me it makes me want to have my stuff done to the best of my ability to go and join in and play these events and tournaments and campaigns and and whatever right so you know in that aspect you got to look at the event tournament event organizers as well when it comes to hey i'm just going to come in here with gray you know gray minis and not give a shit and the guy is just like well come on man you know put all this time and effort to make everything look good i'd hope to see some effort from the from the player base as well so um but that's just so, me have we answered the question yes bill yes <laughs> yes i feel i feel we've answered it and for those again listening please comment I, i'd love to hear what you have to say about it um the, these are some hot button topics for some people and uh yeah i just i really want to know what you guys think these are these are topics that don't go away. No, um, they don't. Oh no! Our, our community's ta- been talking about painted versus non-painted, um, lore versus um, like uh, narrative gaming versus competitive gaming. Um, there's probably two or three other topics as well for for as long as I've been part of it. It just doesn't doesn't stop. And the fact that you're having these conversations is probably a good sign that there's 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 people in the hobby that are concerned about it and you should keep having them. Um, And that's positive. Mm -hmm. I think so. That's involvement, right? Involvement in the community and and in the games and, and what people would like to see. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Well, well, that's good. That's pretty much a solid, solid note I wanted to end on. So uh, that's excellent. Yeah. Well, that war, that... Built it, build it, paint it, play it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Thank you, everybody, for uh, coming, listening. Um, Alex, thanks for coming on. Anytime. And we will catch you guys later. Trident Wargaming. Build it, paint it, play it.